Hey, Raindrops. Yes, so I finally got merch. That's right. You can buy your allegedly, and my boys, mugs, T-shirts, raindrops, hoodies, and T-shirts all on carloskingshop.com. That's right. Get your hoodies, your T-shirts, and your mugs all on carloskingshop.com. Welcome to Reality with the King. It's me, Carlos King, the king of reality TV and one of the most sought-after executive producers in reality television with over 10 years of production experience. Once a week on Reality with the King, we'll sit down with my friends across the entertainment industry, recap our favorite reality shows, and revisit unforgettable moments that we are still talking and tweeting about. I have never seen you appear so hurt. I mean, when Simone gave you the blow, I I literally, um, even the episode before that, I think I said this to you, I was like, I couldn't sleep that night because it felt mean girlish. And that's never been y'all show. Y'all show never been about like, we're gonna ice one out. Um, it's just never been that. So when I saw it, I was like, this seems weird. And it wasn't, it, I felt bad for you, of course. Also felt bad for the collective, like, what are we doing here? And then when I saw Simone deliver the blow to you, like, we don't want you here. We want you to go home. What? I was shaking. Yeah. And I saw you look sad. Then we saw you cry um, when you got back to your hotel room. In that moment, though, Qua, did you feel like, did you feel embarrassed, hurt, disappointed, or all of the above? I hate to even go back there. It was so painful for me. I hate to even have to emotionally be in that place. But this is one of those times where it's just really, really hard. This is the part of reality TV where it's like three times the blow. You film it, you watch it, and again, we will revisit it, of course, at the reunion. In that moment, I felt humiliated. I felt devalued, actually not valued at all. I felt hurt, disappointment, sadness. I was confused. I kept on, when I went back to my room, I was trying to wrap my mind around like, why did you really do something to them this bad to deserve this? Did you really do something to deserve this quad? And I thought back and I replayed and I replayed things. I went through the, all the years and I felt like It wasn't about an even exchange. The decision had been made way before I even went to Napa. The decision was made way before I got on the plane. This is what you guys are gonna do or this is what we're gonna do. And Napa and that's it. 
it was devastating. Because I truly did not feel that I had um, earned that, that I deserved it. I didn't. I didn't. And I felt like it was just a pile-up. Let's, let's all get together and let's do this to her. Mm-hmm. There was not even one voice of reason at the table. Not even one. Not even someone saying, hold on, wait a minute, let Quad respond. Hold on, wait a minute. Can you hear what she's saying, Quad? And allow me to respond. And then allow me to say, this is how I feel. I feel like there's been some courtesies that's been extended to some, some people here that you all don't give me. There's a level of respect that some of you have that I just will never have and have not had. Because if anything could be said or done to me on this show, it has been said and done. Now, we all get it. And I don't want people to feel like, oh, here she is playing a victim and all of that. It, you know, what's funny about that word is when, when, when it's strong people, Strong people are not extended the, the, the compassion and the empathy at all. And then when we speak up and have to tell our side of the story, it's like, oh, now they're playing a victim. I'm not a victim. I'm just here to tell my story. Mm. I'm just trying to help you to understand. And can we meet somewhere in the middle where I can take the responsibility of what I've done to you? But please. Take the responsibility of what you've done to me. And that's all that I was actually trying to say at the resurrection. I didn't even want to get into the things that have been said about me. Hell, I think maybe Toya said, uh, did an interview or something with you uh, and was like, oh, quad is ugly and quad is this and quad is that without her hair and without her makeup and, you know, just carrying and carrying and carrying it on. I'm like, what is all of that? What is that for? What is that about? You know, do you, do you, you hate me? That's fine. And I can leave you where you are if that's where you want to, if you want to stew there, then you hold on to that anger. Toya, I'm not here to hold on to that anger. And I was not... There in Napa, I didn't come with malice. I didn't come with cruel intent. I didn't come being mad or negative. I came with good heart posture, humble and supportive. And it was completely looked past and stepped on. So going back to the actual moment. The girl said, we're not feeling a connection with you anymore, right? And that was sad to see. But then to add insult to injury. This is, it's, it's difficult. Yeah, no, I know, I know. And I appreciate you um, being candid about your feelings because you know, it was hard to watch. So I couldn't imagine being the person on the receiving end of this phone call that took place where they called you back down to the room. And I want to get your 
feelings about that because obviously you were there. The dinner scene was a lot. But then to get called down again, yeah. it's like in the middle of the night. And it felt like, well, bitch, you survived that one. We want to get you, we want to get you some out. You know? Um, and they pretty much emphatically said, you need to leave. Like, we want you gone. If you didn't, if you didn't get that at the dinner, bitch, we're telling you before you lay down, honey, and you wrap these inches up in a Mm-hmm. Bonnet mm-hmm. and and catch the first flight out that Phaedra will be not on. So when you got that phone call and you were there and you heard them say you, you should leave, what was that like for you? Like it was awful. I would have never thought that I would have been treated that way. I know, you know, like. We have our challenges. We have, you know, some issues that we need to address. But I never would have thought that it would have resulted into that. It it felt like to me that it was almost like we've been waiting to get your ass. It felt like they've been waiting just waiting for the moment. And it was very hurtful. I I was really just trying to think like, Naquad, really go back. Go back, girl, and think, have you done anything this bad? to be treated this way. Because honestly, in our reality, we all talk about each other. It's just women, it's part of it. But have you done something this terrible that is unrefutable that you will be told, we don't want you, we do not want you. That was hurtful. I felt like a piece of paper that was balled up and thrown in the trash. So if they were trying to humiliate me, bravo. You done it. I felt like it was planned. I, I, I felt like it was already premeditated. It was a plot, it was a plan, it was a scheme. It was already laid out. All they needed was for me to be there. That's how I felt. I felt like, as I said, in a green screen, I was like, my head was in a blender. And, it, it, and, it, and, it, and, and honestly, it really didn't stop there. Like, it didn't stop when I packed my suitcase. You know, like, it was like, when I got to the table, I was open. I was greeting everyone. Hey, you know, I was high energy. The whole time, I had great energy. I, I Even coming out to the trip, I had great energy. I had, I was positive. 
I was in a place of happiness, but knowing there were some things that needed to be worked through and I was hoping that we could work through them. Um, I was very optimistic going into that dinner and going out to Napa Valley to support Toya. I was extremely optimistic because if I felt like it's a no-go quad, then I probably said, I would have tried to speak with the higher-ups and say, Please, right now, it's probably not a good idea for me to be there. Is there anything that I can do to wait until we work some things out before I do something like support someone who I know hates me? And just so I'm clear, does she hate you because you made accusation that she was a thief, that her and Eugene were thieves? What does that? Because I'm I'm really happy you brought that up. I'm very happy you brought that up. First and foremost, do I think Eugene and Toya are thieves? Absolutely not. That is utterly ridiculous. I will not cut his career down like that. That man has worked hard to be where he is. He is a doctor. Absolutely not. I do not think that they are thieves. This is how that played out. Carrie Wells, who was Toya's close friend at the time. You do remember Carrie Wells because mm -hmm. Carrie Wells uh, and Toya in season one brought up my mugshot when Dr. G and I had the first physical situation. And Dr. G has a, a mugshot as well, mm -hmm. may I add. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They didn't bring his up, but they was very happy to show mine. However... Carrie and Toya had stayed in contact with each other throughout the years, although Carrie was not on the show. Her and Toya had became very, very, very good friends. And Carrie came to us and said that Toya told her, word for word, that there was a hit out on Anila in the neighborhood. That there was a hit out on Anila in the neighborhood. And Heavenly and I are like, wait a minute, you know what you're saying? And she's like, listen to me. I don't operate like that. I don't know what's going on with Toya. I'm telling you, this is when I need, I had to break from Toya. This is Carrie speaking. Said that she had to break away from Toya because she did not want to be a part of it. She didn't want to know, have any affiliation with it. But she made mention to us that Toya told her that there was a hit out on Anila in a neighborhood. There was a whole situation here. Two days later, Anila's home was robbed. Now, here's the thing. Do I think for one moment that Toya and Eugene had anything to do with that? Absolutely not. I don't think it. I don't believe it. I could not even fathom it. I'm not thinking that, you know, Toya is somewhere, Jimmy and Locks, and Eugene is, is scaling walls. No, I, I, I'm honestly, I, Carlos, you're laughing. Well, I'm laughing because that's why I had to ask you the question because we're confused why is this big thing with you and Toya. So I was like, well, is it a thief thing? Because 
Listen, a lot of people can say it's assassinate someone's character. But I'm laughing because it's the, it's the visual of like, I don't see this prestigious Dr. Eugene. Exactly. Right? Um, Scaling the walls with his mask <laughs> on, his black comeback boots, and his black pants, and his black shirt, and he got all of the 007 equipment, and he's scaling the walls so they can break into Anila's house. Absolutely not. I don't think that at all. When I said I'm going to stand on it, what I meant was, Toya, you need to tell us where did you hear that from. Uh... Give us more. Give this girl something where her investigators can go on. Because right now, they're saying, your good friend Carrie Wells is saying she heard it from you. Toya, where did you hear it from? That's what I meant. Mm. I don't think Toy is going to break in anyone's house. I don't think Toy is going to steal anything from anyone. I don't think Eugene is going to steal or take anything from anyone. Eugene may do some other things in reference to, like, DMing Anila and saying, watch heavily and quad, you know, this and that. But Eugene is not scaling walls. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he is not scaling walls. No, he has a scaffold trying to fix people's body organs, child. Y'all better leave Eugene alone. Eugene, Ain't no thieves. Eugene yes. is an ER doctor yes, who works each extremely hard. Yes. Right? Mm hmm To be a very good example for his sons. Mm. Yes. He is not scaling walls and breaking into people's homes. Well, I'm glad we cleared that up because the whole thing with you and Toya was weird because there seemed to be this urgency removing you from the trip. And one of the things that I was thinking about was, were you punished because you missed five weeks of work on the front end? So it wasn't like, well, bitch, you missed five weeks of work on the front end, so bitch, you about to miss five weeks of work on the back end. It, 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 it seemed too urgent that, I'm, I'm gonna tell you where things got a little fishy. When the dinner table scene didn't work, and they called you down to the room. It was like, why is this urgent? And that's when my producer brain came and said, wait, is it a retaliation? Is it punishment? You missed five weeks of work on the front end, bitch, we're going to punish you on the back end. That's what it seemed like to me. And that's what it felt like to me. Hmm. That's what it felt like to me. And, and I have never, like I said, I have never been in a situation where it was wrong to negotiate, where one would be punished for negotiating. I, I am never concerned about what anyone else is making, the house that anyone else has, the cars that they drive. I, that's not my business. I don't tap into my friends or the girls, the, the girls in a group. And, and they're my friends. I, people could say, how could, how could you still call them friends? You know, it's tough. It's tough. But I, we have had 10 years together. And for me, I, I want to be the person who's going to focus on those, the good times of those 10 years. I'm not perfect myself. I'm really not. I'm really flawed. 
I'm really call me quad the flawed, not the fraud, <laughs> but the flawed. The flawed, not flawed. the fraud. Exactly. Okay. Do you? But do you? A lot of people think you don't hold or have any accountability yeah. when it comes to things. Can you say like there's things you could have done differently? Of course. Okay. I, I said I said that Carlos, even at the table, it just fell on deaf ears. There, of course, every single day I'm striving to be a better version of who I was yesterday and the day before and the day before that. I am not perfect. I, I am not perfect. I have made some mistakes in this group, and I'm here to, to hold myself accountable. You're not perfect. You could have done a better quad. And I want everyone to know that. You know, there have been times where maybe I should have said some things differently. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe my delivery wasn't right for that moment. And so in this time, what I've learned is to truly take a moment and put yourself in someone else's shoes. And I would hope that they would put themselves in my shoes. Because I can tell you, what I've gone through, maybe a lot of them couldn't the average person probably wouldn't be able to sit here with you right now and have this type of conversation without honestly wanting to hurt themselves. Because mm. that's how I felt, and I'm not that type of person, you know? But I felt, I felt like at the table when that wasn't enough, I felt like the girls felt like, oh, that wasn't enough. Oh, she survived that. We were waiting for some form of an erratic um, reaction. We wanted more of a, an argument or whatever. Because I, 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 if they wanted me, I felt like if they really wanted me to hear my apology, then it would have been a di- an open dialogue. It was never an open dialogue. It was them talking at me. And if I did not say yes to what they wanted me to say yes to, then anything else that I was saying did not matter, did not have any validity at all. And that was deflating to me. What hurt more? Was it you feeling like you were ambushed? Or when it was revealed that allegedly there were conversations that the cast were privy to your contract negotiations. And allegedly you said things like, um, me and Jackie should not make the same amount of money, um, things like that, that they were privy to some of your contract negotiations. Um, first of all, I don't negotiate my contract. Let's start there. So. For them to say I said whatever about Jackie, that's not a true statement. I am not concerned with what someone else makes. From where I'm from, what you eat don't make me, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit disturbing. I feel like I don't know if someone threw that out there to get her upset with me, to make her feel like I'm thinking I'm better than her. It was said for a reason. Jackie's energy at the table was completely different from who she's been. So 
I don't know why that was thrown out there, but I don't negotiate my own contract. All of it is wrong and it hurts and it's disappointing. For someone to, for one of my castmates to be able to openly blurt out to whomever's watching your 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 Instagram live or YouTube or whatever. Okay. What happened to the confidentiality? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but you know, Carlos, you you you've been in this business for a number of years. Mm -hmm. You have been quite successful in this business. You have a number of shows. You deal with a number of people. You deal with networks and you deal with your cast. You deal with your showrunners and you mm -hmm. deal with your crew. Do you openly discuss someone else's contract with other cast members? I, I really want, because I, I, I- No, I, I, it's, 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 it's a violation and it, no, I, it's, it's, I mean, I, the reason why I'm stuttering, I can't even fathom Saying, "Hey, so and so is making this." I, I, it, it, I don't. I don't have the words to express how crazy that sounds. I, 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 that I could never do anything like that. I don't care if it's a above the line, below the line, showrunners, PAs, cast members. And I, when it comes to the confidentiality of contracts, that's the only person privy to cast contracts are networks and production companies. That's it. That's it. And it's and, and a, a lot of times it's really networks. You know, so well Heavily was able to in and, and you know, Heavily and I have people don't it's a weird dynamic and we can talk about that or whatever, but you know, Heavenly was called me one day and her and I was talking, talking one day and she was just able to run me some things that not all things were true, but some things were true. About your contract? Yeah. So some things that she said to you about your own contract, some of them were accurate. Some of them were. Some of them were. How do you think she found out? But again, I don't run around and boast and talk what's happening in my contract. My agent deals with that with whomever he needs to deal with that with. Me and you have lots of conversations for the, for the past over decade that we've known each other. I literally don't know how much you make. I've never asked you. you never. I, it's, I'm friends with a lot of reality stars. We don't talk about money unless they come to me like for advice and whatever. Mm -hmm. But you're you're very private. Extremely, extremely. When she was saying some of those things to me, I was like. And I won't go in depth with what mm -hmm. she said, but there was, you know, heavily talks, heavily talks. And some of the things heavily says, it's, it's the telling truth. And some of the things that she says, it's for a reaction, it's for shock value, it's for the attention of it all. But heavily has definitely told me some things in which she should never know. And I was like, wow. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Since the last episode has aired, 
Um, Heavenly has tweeted a public apology to you. She says she is sorry. She watched the episode in advance. And she added you um, and had a public declaration of apology towards you. How do you feel about the apology that she made to the public about you? Do you accept it? Heavily can call me anytime she wants. Heavily can call me anytime she wants. Don't matter how late it is, don't matter how early it is. You made a public apology. And I'm not upset at that. But you couldn't call me so I can feel that it's sincere. She texted me. She did text me. But my my phone, any honestly, I'm gonna answer the phone for any one of them. Even right now. I will answer the phone for any one of those people who called me. Any one of them. But the public apology and the text message, I'm like, why you text me? You know better than that. You can call me. We can talk. We talk a lot. Let me hear your voice, please. Have you heard from any of the girls since the episode has been received by them? I have not. Where do things stand today with you and your castmates? Listen, like I said, I'm not perfect. And I, I really want you to understand that. You know, I am really, um, a, lot of, a lot has happened in my life. And for me, my heart is open. Life is very short, Carlos. We, we talk about it and no, we it like is. to- It really is. We like to say things, we like, it's, it's, we hear it so much, it, we, we sometimes can be tricked into thinking, oh, it's just a saying, oh, it sounds good for the moment. It is real. Mm-hmm. So for me to walk around and carry, um, hatred or malice or anger, um, that's that's not going to do well for my spirit. And that's not going to do well for my mental, and it's not going to do well for my peace. So for me, while I am at a space and time right now, I'm hurt. I'm hurting. It's no joke. I have to tell you that myself and a lot of the other women on the show, we began to kind of make headway and talk about some things on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, some have even given me words of encouragement. Um, some have even given me advice. And I appreciate them for that. I appreciate them for that. And I'm grateful that we are now, if I'm talking about a timeline, in a better space. 
but we're in a place on the show that just snatched all of the bandages. off of me and it just snatched all the bandages and now the wound is open. I dreaded watching the last two episodes. Dreadful. Dreadful to me. Didn't want to see them, didn't want to watch them because I didn't want to be in a place emotionally where I am now. It's not a good feeling. Mm -hmm. It's sad. It is. It, it feels like I'm grieving. That's what it feels like. When all of that happened, like, I was so, like, I, I was so confused. Like, Carlos, I didn't eat. I was not getting very good sleep. I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't eating. I lost weight. Because I'm like, what did you do to deserve this? What did you do? And I was beating myself up about it. Like, what did you do, Quad, to deserve this type of treatment? kept wrecking my brain. I am willing to apologize for anything that I've done to hurt anyone openly. Would you like to continue being our marriage to medicine? Carlos, I have given a lot of myself to Mary to Medicine. I have given a lot of my resources. I have given a lot of my ideas. I have given a lot of my energy and time. I have given myself, like I have good intentions for Mary to Medicine. I've always had great intentions for, Mar for Married to Medicine. Sometimes I speak up for Married to Medicine and people may say like, oh, you know, like she's, she's doing too much. But that's how much I believe in the show. Mm -hmm. And I said just recently at BravoCon 2023, I was like, you know, why are we the most underrated? Be most. Why are we? Every week, we're putting ourselves out there. Why are we being looked over or not giving the same concessions that some other shows are? We're good. People want to see us. People are learning from us. People are inspired by us. People are navigating their lives based on how we have overcome certain things we've gone through. Why are we underrated? That bothers me. With all the hurt and pain I got in me right now, it still bothers me. Because we get up and we give it every single week. So I don't understand 
So that, um, I don't want to be so emotional. My God, I'm sorry. No, you love the show. You, you helped build it. You helped build it. And that's what I saw. Um, look, we love the, you know, you're, you're so theatrical on the show, honey. We, I don't know if you're on Twitter a lot, but. I'm not. You know, of course I'm not. You know, the Quad Squad, the Raindrops, everybody, we, we show your videos, you know, <laughs> Lisa Nicole Cloud, you know, Aaron Knuckles, or. Hi, Lisa. You know, or, you know, I ain't got, this is my real life. Got top of this mess. No, it was this like is this, more is, than a show. this is not about a show. This is my life. life. You can't build Tyler Perry performance on BT Plus, bitch. <laughs> we I don't know why Tyler Perry has yet to cast you <laughs> in a movie on BT Plus. You are and, and I'm and I'm having fun with you because I don't want to end on tears because I want you to know when you say what you give into the show, you are funny. You're theatrical. You're real, you're emotional, you're vulnerable. You know, we are on this journey with you. You know, we saw you being the scrawny girl from the South <laughs> season one, you know. Maybe I was still the, told, with, honey. You know, with the tight curls, you know, they're black. No, the, with, that, with the eyeshadow. Yeah. Baby, I'm telling you, listen, that was the high beam, the high beam eyeshadow. That was the high beam eyeshadow. Okay. Were you wearing white diamonds, too? No, I, ooh, no. Oh. We're not going to Elizabeth Taylor, the girl, now. Don't Elizabeth Taylor, the girl. No, ma'am. Don't do that. Okay. I was not wearing so we No, I was probably, what was I probably wearing? <laughs> I was probably wearing Chanel Chance. Okay. But we still. saw, but we saw the journey. We saw the growth. Yeah. And listen, as your personal friend, and as somebody who who just who simply adores you, thank you. I want you to hear from me. If you don't hear from from anyone else, I am proud of you. I'm proud of you. Thank to you. To be a young black girl from Memphis, Tennessee. Indeed. To rise above the standards of what people put on your life. And to be on a show that isn't as celebrated as even I would like it to be. And what's funny about people, I was like, Carla, you talk about everybody else's shows. And I am a fan of this genre. Yeah. I want, I'm like you, I want everybody to win. Yeah. I want, I, I, I love, It only helps us. It's crazy to me that people, and when people say, you love everybody. I don't have to hate in my heart for, mm -hmm. for, for now. There's not one person I hate. I love people. Mm -hmm. But when I see someone like you, there's there's a certain number of people on reality who you can watch and say, no, nah, that one gives their blood, sweat, and tears to that show. And I feel like with this cast, I want you guys to get to get past this. That that's my hope. Yeah. You know, it we listen, we all love drama, we all love shade. I think for the fans, it was kind of like <clears throat> We don't like that, though, guys. Like, we don't like that. My favorite moment from the show will always be what you brought up earlier was when you guys rallied around Cecil and Simone and said, don't, awesome. don't get a divorce, bitch. Yeah. Don't do it. You were like- I love Cecil. That's my yeah, brother. Yeah, Cecil's a sweetheart. Yes. And all y'all were like, y'all cried. I was like, no, don't do that. That's when I knew this show was different. Yeah. That, no, nah, we may cuss each other out, throw shade, read, but 
this is real life, y'all. We gotta we gotta stick by each other. I want them to stick by you. And I'm and I want you to also stick by them. And my hope for the the legacy of this show is the fact that everybody can look at these past two episodes and say, hmm, the way we wanted her to hold herself accountable, maybe it's time we do that to ourselves. Mm. Maybe it's time we do that to the same mirror we held up for her to see herself. Perhaps we can now reverse it and look at ourselves and say, Okay, that wasn't cool. That wasn't cool. So that's my hope for you. Yeah. And that's and, and I'm I'm proud of you. And and everything happens for a reason. I, I hope you know that. And I'm gonna end being cheeky. Motherfuckers underestimated the quad squad, bitch. I mean, <laughs> I love the quad squad, baby. I love you all. I really do. The, Bae. the quad squad Bae. is gets busy. They're very busy. Oh, they are. They're very busy. They are. And um, but you deserve it. You, you deserve every single accolade that comes your way. This is, I feel like it's a rebirth for you. And sometimes you have to go through this so that God can show you your worth and God can show other people your worth. Mm. Mm. You I know what I'm saying? I, I, and I hope you receive that. Sometimes yeah, you have I to go through it, not only for you, so that other people can see, like, hmm. Maybe we had it wrong the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, we mad. She may be three hours late to a scene. <laughs> oh my God. So stop, stop, stop. I know exactly where that's coming from. I know exactly. Can I address I'm that? Lie you. No, can I address that, please? You got that, that, that fabulous Rolex. It honey. works too. Okay. Can I, can I address that, Is it please? Ticket? No, <laughs> no, it don't tick, baby. It just moves. Yeah. It, it just. Mm. Hey, hey, sister. <laughs> <laughs> so let's end. Do you play, bitch? No, let's talk about okay. that. Please, let's talk about that. They, I'm, I'm so happy you brought that up. So, okay, the whole three hours late thing. First of all, I was not three hours late, but I was late as hell. I was not three hours late. Okay. I would say that. I think that was a time where it was me and Simone, and Simone was at the restaurant in a beautiful Fendi dress, honey, getting to her, okay? And what happened was I was coming from another scene and having to fight Atlanta traffic to go to the scene with Simone, and she was waiting okay. an extensive period of time. And for that, Simone, I do apologize. I am so sorry. And... I have really made it my business now to be on time. I have not only done that, like every time I pull up to the scene now, I have a text message with the higher-ups at Bravo mm-hmm. and with the higher-ups at the production company. We're all on a group text. I just pulled up to the scene. I'm waiting to be mic'd. It's 30 minutes later. I still haven't been mic'd. It's an hour later now. I still haven't been mic'd. But I am here and I am fine. Everything's okay. Just wanted you all to know that. Because I I, I want to break down all of this negativity surrounding quad as if I don't care about people. I respect everyone Everyone who's brought what they've brought to this show, the camera crew, the, the girls on the show. We're all different. But every one of us brings something to the table. 
everyone, everyone, I mean everyone, mm -hmm. from the old to the new, you know what I mean? I The, the production company is saying, you know, to take this show and truly believe in it and say, hey, we're going to cultivate it. I appreciate everyone for that. And I just want to say, job well done. Oh. And, and, and I, I want you all to hear that from me. Like, I want you all to really hear that from me, you know? And I don't know if I said this earlier, you could put it wherever, but with Toya and Eugene, I know I said I don't, you know, they're not scaling walls and all of that, but I apologize. Mm. I apologize because I don't want to ever make anyone feel that. I am the person who is assassinating their character and trashing their hard work. Eugene has went to school for a number of years to be the man that he is today. And they have little eyes that are looking up to them. So I was wrong for repeating it, yes. And for the way that it was stated, I didn't mean it that way. I just wanted to know, Toya, where did you get it from? So again, I apologize and I stand on that. Mm. I do. Good. 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 Well, look, I appreciate you letting me in your home. You You're have welcome. a fabulous cookbook and some seasoning. Yeah. So, bitch, we're going to end this interview. <laughs> yes. Quas cookbook. Look at the bottom screen. Please. You see the website you can buy it from and the seasoning. Yes. Cook it for your grandma, your mama, your auntie, your uncles for Christmas. Yes. The holidays is approaching. But, we're about to go and cook some food, bitch. Let's eat. So I'm vegan. I know, but I, I got may you. eat your oyster. No, I, I, no, don't eat oh, my don't oyster. Eat your, oh, God. <laughs> baby, you baby, you, baby, you don't want my oyster. <laughs> That's different, okay? <laughs> okay. That's different. That's a different okay. type of oyster. Okay, don't okay. eat that one. Not that one, boo. Oh, baby, just slurp it up. Is that how you eat the oyster? Can you get it some more? Yeah, you gotta get on. You gotta go in. Yeah. Oh, how about you have a Oh, you know. Baby, let me find out. Let's find out now. <laughs>